A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be listening today. Welcome to The Gays Are Revolting, a definitive weekly news source for contemporary gays. We put the G in LGBTQIA+, and we're here to help you be the best G you can be. Give us a shout out on Instagram at Gays Revolting Pod or join our Facebook group at The Gays Are Revolting. And we've got our resident Dr. George joining us next week. Send us your questions relating to both mental and physical health via DM. All right, and we're all back. We've got all four of us this week. Just to kick things off, we better uphold our regular tradition and do a little bit of reading. So first up, we have the beautiful Mikey, who used more words in his Instagram hashtags this week than he did in the whole last episode of the show. <laughs> <laughs> incredible oh, work, Mikey. <laughs> of course, I have to thank Tom for joining us, and especially for the Bavarian sweat lodge fantasy he provides <laughs> every week when we record. Oh. It's hot in here. <laughs> it could it be is hot. Our last place was in- impossible. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, oh, we've no. got uh, final host That's other than me which is Kyle <laughs> and there's a fun game I like to play with Kyle on the show it's basically the audio version of Where's Wally where you just have to pick is Kyle even here this week? <laughs> Last week that like, was I? <laughs> and of course there's me Luke but there's nothing that hasn't already been said about me Hello Luke yeah. how are you? <laughs> you're good Have Happy you all had a good back. week? Been Kyle you're week. back from Mardi Gras Yes I'm finally fully recovered <laughs> <laughs> okay, Now I'm intrigued to find out how you found it this year because you didn't actually make it to the parade last time you went to Mardi Gras? Well, last year we did, but it was like the dregs of the parade. Yeah. Like we went right to the end. <laughs> this year we made more of an effort and we got really into it. I didn't think I was that kind of gay that would be affected by Emotion- it. Uh, I, I got... Emotional. I didn't think of you as someone with any sense of emotion. Or emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I kind of just had this moment of yeah. just... It was like this slow motion thing and just looking around yeah. and just looking at how happy everyone was and seeing like kids on people's shoulders and it was just yeah. really emotional and I was getting really glassy. Of like, course, the kids happening? on people's shoulders shoulders was in the Michael Jackson tree. Oh. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> what about you yeah, boys? It was, it was good, right? it was yeah, it's been really good. I went to the Miss Fame Nyx Cosmetics yes. Masterclass yes. on Saturday night. Yeah. That was absolutely friggin' incredible. And yeah. that queen is the tiniest person oh, I've she ever a... seen in really? my life. So it was like a lie. It was a live makeup was, yeah, tutorial. Yeah, yeah. This is really so interesting. Like, this is becoming more popular because I think I talked about how Ruby Slippers did one at yes, um, Midsummer at Festival. Midsummer. It was really fascinating watching it yeah. in real life. And also, was she taking questions? Yeah, she took questions the entire time. Which she adds a whole makeup yeah. and like everybody was just like delving into like her career and stuff in fashion and in makeup mm. and was she charismatic? Did oh she Oh my god, so charismatic. Yeah. Like and with every person she took a photo with, she took time to actually ask them their name yeah. and speak with them, got the photo done and like it was really really nice to see like a great queen mm. be a great person. Did anybody ask her how her head was? Yes. Oh my <laughs> god, it was so funny. But it was a, it was a great night. It was like free drinks and food and like cosmetic testers and stuff. Was Josh clocking her shoes on Instagram? Yes. Oh my God, it was sad. No, so she said in the thing, (laughs) she was just like, oh, I have these pair of black heels that I always wear, but they are wrecked to hell, but they look great in photos. And so Josh filmed just her feet and posted it. They were so shady. They were sliding out of those heels. Yeah, I know they were. And Luke? 
I spent the week just no thinking cares. up. That. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, how are you? No, I'm good. I literally spent the whole weekend thinking up that intro. So. <laughs> um, I hate to uh, bring up Gay Mecca mm. so early in the podcast, but remember how I, a while ago I was telling you guys that I stopped going to Wet on Wellington? <laughs> yeah. What? The gay no sauna. one believes that. Yeah, yeah. no, I did. Because, because we've been talking about it so much on the podcast that I was going oh, to Wet on Wellington. Yeah. And people were like, oh, I love the podcast. I'm like, well, I'm here to have anonymous drunk yeah. sex. So I hadn't been for ages. And then I went there on the weekend. Uh, and and uh, I was upstairs in the porn room and mm. there was this handsome man and we were sort of having Ooh. eyes and he sort of nudged his way over and we sort of started playing with each other and then he was giving me a blowjob. Oh. And like halfway through the blowjob, he pulls his, my dick out of his mouth. He looks up at me and he goes, I love the podcast, oh. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no! So of course I said, well, thanks so much oh, for listening and um, this blowjob's going really well. But do you know what would make it even better? Is if we were on a koala.com mattress. Oh. <laughs> koala.com. <laughs> I think it was about a month ago now. I moved into Josh's apartment, which you guys know. Yes. Yes. And exciting. So we were spending every single day together and yeah. going back and forth to my apartment constantly. And I was just like, stuff it. Let's just move in together. Let's see how this goes. And it's been surprisingly challenging, but like <laughs> super amazing at the same time. Yeah. yeah, right. And like we have had our challenging moments, especially like sharing space. Oh, yes. yeah. Right. And knowing when to sort of just leave each other alone. Is it alone. just you and Josh in one place or are there no, other people? No, so it's me, Josh, and then Josh's best friend, Poppy, okay. that lives there. Yeah, and, um, and how many bathrooms? There's <laughs> one like bathroom. Between all three? Between the three of oh, okay. us. Yeah, so yeah, that's it's, it's not too bad, <laughs> but yeah, just knowing when to not be annoying to each other. <laughs> yeah. And like not get in each other's faces all the time yeah. and like another big thing that I've noticed as well is like when we have like little arguments or like one of us are really pissed off about something to just sort of like let the air like sit yeah, for a yes. bit and mm-hmm. then just like come back in a calmer moment and be yeah. like okay let's talk about yeah. this now <laughs> I expected it to be a lot more explosive moving in mm-hmm. like I, I had never said it before but I was just like okay this might go down this way but we've <laughs> actually handled it a lot better than I thought we would is this the first time you're living with a partner as an adult Absolutely, yeah. Okay, like, yeah. when I was younger, when I dated a guy and I was still living at my parents' place, yeah. he was going through a hard time and he moved in with us for a little mm-hmm. while. And I was just like, hell no, am I living <laughs> with a partner ever again? <laughs> oh, like, no. yeah. But I think because it was sharing space with family yeah. and, like, this is very different. Mm-hmm. Like, this is our space and, like, we yeah. sort of set the tone for everything. I feel like, at least with a lot of my gay male friends, mm. a lot of them, even in the really long-term relationships, don't live together. My lesbian friends do it like it's an Olympic sport. Yeah. So every other, <laughs> it's what they're every other week and they're moving in with somebody. It's it's an interesting thing, isn't it? And I don't know if it's to do with that sort of, we didn't grow up in a heteronormative kind yeah, of thing. We're yeah. not expected to end up in a long-term relationship yeah. as far as society is concerned. So perhaps it's not something that we really think about as mm. much. I've only done it once. It was with my ex, also Josh. Not the same Josh, no, no. obviously. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> um, it worked for us, but it, but there mm. is a lot of stuff that you don't think about when you're moving, especially yeah. when it's your first time. Things like pooing. Oh, yeah. Like, that was one oh. thing that there's I all this yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, There's all this on. stuff that you don't think, oh, I'm going to literally be living with you all the time. Like, because, oh, yeah, you know, before you, you move in, yeah, before you move in, you're usually spending yeah. heaps of time together and you think yeah. to yourself, like, this well, is fine. it's really basically going to be yeah. the same thing. But no, there's things like no. pooing. Also, sometimes you just want an evening on the couch by yourself yeah. with Netflix yeah. or in bed yeah. or like a hangover day just doing fuck mm. all. And when there's someone else, you know, you can do it with them, but yeah. you're with them. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not just taking out of yeah. the time on your own from the world. Yeah. I had that moment last night. Like, I just finished work. I was super hungover <laughs> yeah. and I got in the bath and Josh came in. I was just like, can you just leave me alone for an hour? Yeah. And it was just like, oh yeah, okay. And like left. And then it's I like came back after him after. Like, yeah, yeah. I came back after. I was like, sorry, I just needed a moment. He's yeah. just like, no, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> both like, it'll be a learning experience for both mm. of you and like getting used to things. Yeah. I think, look, I'd love to be doing it. I'd love to be in a position to do it again. But I think what I've realized after having done it once is that that's something you don't go back from. I don't know yeah. any couples that have moved in together and then gone, you know what? This isn't working. Let's mm-hmm. move out, but stay together. Like the only yeah. way that oh, you yeah. move out from living you don't with go a backwards partner, from that. yeah, is breaking up. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I would definitely want to be very certain that it's what I wanted to do yeah. before I did it. Mm-hmm. You've Absolutely. lived with your partner, Kyle. For no, you. no, I've never. Oh no, he doesn't live no. with you. Sorry, no, no. <laughs> a lot just, of people. Only ever been a lot of people ask that. that. Yeah. And a lot of people really get into it, and they're like, "So when are you going to get married?" I'm like, "Why is people so fixated on trying to rush my relationship?" Your white Southside boys. It's like, is that what they do? Yeah. Yeah. No, I've never lived with a partner. My ex, who was with for like two and a half years, he 
proposed the question to me one day and he's like, I was mm. thinking maybe we could live together. And I remember just freaking the absolute shit out. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can't do this. Mm. And we actually broke up pretty soon after that. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah. but I, it wasn't because of that. Anyway, it was just a really, really scary thing. I guess I was, I was like 22 then. Yeah. So a bit younger. In my life now, I could definitely see it as a possibility. Mm. I'm I just fine like at the it to moment. Save yeah, Uber costs going back. And yeah. Forth. yeah, I mean, well, Dun- I mean, rent's Duncan, a lot cheaper. Now. Duncan yeah. <laughs> basically lives with me. He comes over basically every night, which is really good, and I feel guilty because I hardly spend any time at his place. Yeah, right. <laughs> but he's the one that drives. Does so. he live by himself? No, he lives with his housemate. Oh, Sam. Okay. she's really cool. He lives with, with his housemate. Mm, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, have you and Duncan talked about moving in together? I think we had a drunk chat once, and then we're like, we're like, what do you think? And he's like, well, I like where I live. I was like, I like where I live. And we're like, okay, cool. <laughs> we're just like, we're done with that. You two are so close. But <laughs> it was really funny because I stayed over at his place. I think it was the night before Valentine's Day. So I was like, okay. I was getting ready for work. And he's like, oh, by the way, I got a key cut for you. And I was like, oh my God, like this is such a big moment in my mind. Yeah. I was like, people have whole like dates about this. Like it's like a big step in a relationship. I'm giving you a key to my home. He's like, oh, I just got a key cut for you. Cause like I lock myself out a lot. Or, like in case like that. And just like completely downplayed it and just like completely ripped that moment away from me uh, just in case I was like they're trying to be all sentimental I'm like oh my god a key just in case heart. you need some ketamine or yeah. something you know yeah <laughs> I like the idea of absence makes the heart grow fonder I'm yeah. always mm. excited and keen to see my boyfriend and it's nice kind of having those days apart mm. yeah speaking of know. liking spending time away from somebody uh, Luke <laughs> <laughs> have you lived with a partner before Luke I'm actually quite bad at it uh, I've I've lived with my last three my last oh, wow. three okay. boyfriends wow. Okay, so you're moved in together. You're the expert. <laughs> I'm kind of like a cat or like a stray cat. Yeah. You know, if you start mm. feeding me and you start providing some sort of care, yeah. I just rock up there all the time yeah. and start expecting it. And then it just becomes... Oh. Did you even tell like, them you were moving in? Or you just <laughs> often not. I think I've only had that conversation once, yeah. but I've moved in with three people. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Just start with like, oh, you can have a drawer in my room. And it's just like, yeah, sure. And then you're... Just leave more and more stuff there every there. time you visit. <laughs> yeah. The important lesson for me was similar to you, Mike, is, mm. is learning about boundaries. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't have any, you know, yeah. like yeah. I, I get in people's space constantly annoying and and there's no real filter Mm. on me i'm just like going all the time Mm. so i i do empathize with a lot of my exes now Mm -hmm. even though like i thought they were the worst like when we (laughs) broke up that i realized moving in is a pretty big step in a relationship for lgbt people sometimes our living arrangements can be so important and sacred to us because we don't feel a hundred percent safe out in the world Very and on true, the street. Yeah. And so our homes have to be the safe space that we go back to. Mm, yeah. It's even the same when you're looking at a share house, uh, mm. like regardless of relationship, mm-hmm. when you're yeah, looking absolutely. for someone to live. It's got to be the right type of people that you're yeah. comfortable to mm. live with. Yeah, yeah, because you know what it's like being uncomfortable in the world. You want the right people. You want to feel comfortable. And I, I'm the type of person that makes home uncomfortable. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're the other side of the side. Yeah. And these relationships, were they all, if you don't mind me asking, committed relationships or were they open relationships I think one was open yeah see that adds another element yeah, to totally. the living oh, together yeah, situation yeah. as well yeah as far as I towards the end of the bringing... relationship I had with the partner that I was living with we were yeah. open and then it's all of a sudden well oh, where are they and yeah, yeah. Oh, or like oh what time is he going to be home or you know that it's waiting whole... up for people and yeah exactly like yeah. yeah I think in a lot of my relationships it's kind of like when straight people have a baby or get a dog <sighs> You know, when they go like, if we get this new thing, it might fix the relationship. Maybe if I move in with Luke, it'll be less annoying. Mm. Like I'll see the other Mm. side, the pooping, the quiet pooping Mm. Yeah. Side. <laughs> Quiet pooping. <laughs> Wrong eating, person. Eating, oh, place eating the pizza out of the bin from last night. Yeah, yeah. that sort of stuff that everybody yeah, does. Yeah. 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 And then <laughs> they suddenly realize that's not the case. The people you love and you, yeah. you're in a relationship, they're just that sometimes all the do, time. Do you so. think gays are scared of moving in with each other as opposed to lesbians who are like, let's do this next weekend? Yeah. Look, I mean, stereotypically speaking, mm-hmm. and sometimes there is something to be said <laughs> yeah. for stereotypes is that the gay male social scene is very much out at bars and at clubs exactly. and that sort of thing. And the lesbian social scene, at least in Melbourne and, and with the people that I know, yeah. is a lot more dinners, picnics. Mm. I don't, like, I have quite a few lesbian friends in Thornbury. And, and Do they all live together? They don't all, surprisingly, they don't all live together. <laughs> yeah. And I did share a house with 
a lesbian friend of mine for a few months. And yeah. that was, I think there's always people that buck the trends when mm-hmm. it comes to like. Totally. The, I mean, I know gay men that have moved from, ha- yeah. like, from yeah. boyfriend's house to boyfriend's house to boyfriend's house. But. Because living with this lesbian was like living with a gay man constantly out. Big part of the scene, mm. drinking all the time, different partners around. Oh, I'm not saying those men don't drink. Don't get me wrong, yeah. they can fucking drink. They <laughs> just yeah. do it in different places. But she was like flipping the script yeah. on that lesbian stereotype of like settling down and moving in. But I think she may have settled down and moved in and got right. married <laughs> uh, <laughs> this year. So, yeah. I think the most surprising thing for me is that like every time when we first sort of started dating, like his room was like spotless all the time. And I was oh. just like, oh, yeah, your apartment's really organized. This is great. And I soon realized, no, that was just a show. Just that, was a show. <laughs> that was just for you. When I moved in beforehand, I was just like, oh, hey, can you just like clear some space in the wardrobe for me? Like, I've got a lot of shit. Like, you've got <laughs> yeah. a double wardrobe. Like, I'm going to need one side. Mm. He literally cleared a 30 centimeter space. <laughs> like, this bastard right here. <laughs> so I opened up both wardrobes. And all of the clothes just <gasps> fell out. Oh. And I was like, oh, you're you a shover. Oh, like, you just shove it all oh. in there. I think that's honestly the most yeah. surprising thing. Like, the thing, it, yeah. Everything Not else, as clean like, as you thought. Yeah, no, that's, that's it. That's fine. But I'm like, else. I'm messy. No, like, I, yeah, like yeah. if someone comes over, I clean as clean. And they think that. But yeah. I'm like, you know what? It's the ultimate compliment if you see my mess. Because I'm comfortable yeah. enough with it. you. <laughs> when you see my mess. <laughs> that's what I told Duncan your house has been spotless. Yeah, no, not comfortable. We're not there yet. The thing I hated the most about living with my ex was that he was one of those people that leaves. Everything it was clean, he cooked all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But one of those people that leaves the clothes in the washing machine for oh, days, yeah, yeah. and it would get, and it, I would yeah. be like, "It's oh, you're gonna have to wash it again. It's yeah. gonna start smelling. It's gonna you have to wash it again. Just as soon as it finishes, hang it out. Yeah, put it in the dryer or something like that. It. Yeah. it used to drive me nuts. Yeah, everything else is my fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have like a secret box full of Nintendo figurines, which oh, is like oh, much yeah. larger than the box you're picturing in your head. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I think it's like a shoe box. Like, no, no, okay, it's like a box of air conditioner units. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh shit! And that goes away whenever people come around. So it's not until the moving in phase yeah. that I reveal, no, I need a room dedicated to my Just figurines. To <laughs> yeah. And I need every single one of them. I think when Josh and I have our own apartment, I'm going to be like, so this is going to be my room and this will be your room. We'll still sleep in each other. I like, like that In idea, bed together, yeah. but I need my own space and you'll need your own yeah. space. I yeah. think that's gonna, what's going to go down. That's an interesting topic though, because like, yeah. it's a fairly recent thing that couples mm. sleep in the same bed in the, you know, sort of pre-60s yeah, days. Yeah. It was oh. very common to have either at least separate beds in yeah. the same room or separate, separate rooms, rooms even. My grandparents yeah. still have separate rooms and it's not because they're prudes or anything like that. I mean, no. they've got nine kids that were going at it. <laughs> but they just sleep better. Yeah. Like they just never, grew accustomed to Where sharing the bed the to sleep. Then? Well, you just do it in one of your beds and you go yeah. sleep in your own bed. Single right, bed. Guys. That ain't like, living. No, they've got double beds but they just <laughs> oh. don't. They're in separate <laughs> yeah. rooms. Oh, yeah. So that they don't have to share a bed and that's just the way that they've always uh, had it. Yeah. Kind of, I mean, if I had the money to rent the whole room, yeah, you know, I, I mean, kind of like that yeah. idea. Yeah. Mm. Would do, you you, like, do you like sleeping next to someone in general? No, I do. I do. Yeah. But, yeah. I but can't you know, I like writing. I like having my space to do creative stuff. Well, yeah, that's what I thought. Like, I'd like to have my own room so that I can like set up my drag stuff and then just like have like a computer set up in there and yeah. like or like a gaming sort of station eventually like yeah. that would be Ooh. ideal So I'm not sure if you guys have seen the uncomfortably relatable meme that's been sweeping Twitter. The no gays have all five. Um, yes. Yeah. Have, yes. 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 <laughs> I had to think for a um, like, Yeah. <laughs> so the idea is to list five attributes which are necessary for success, but impossible for gay people to acquire. Um, I think the original one that I read was no gay has all five. So he listed a job, good relationship with father, mm. neurotypical brain, ability to top driver's license. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel attacked. But I know. Yeah. Like, you guys I've have only seen got this? two out of five. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I when that thing was going viral, I was like going through all of them. I was like, I'm going uh, to I know. find I one. Into a I'm hole. Find one like, I, I will complete one. And I had none of them. No. And it was because they all yeah. had fucking the driver's license. Driver's thing license. Yeah. Yeah. Driver's license. Yeah. Is that a gay no. thing? Gays can't drive. JB I mean, can't drive. Well, none of us so. can drive. Is that right? No. <laughs> Do any of us have a single fight? I don't have one. None of us have a driver's license. Oh my god. We suck. Real one. So Josh has a driver's license, but he can't drive very well. Right. Does he have a car? No, he borrows our housemate's car. Right. (laughs) 
Why is that? Me personally, I've been hit by two cars. <gasps> right. You've been I'm, hit by cars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like both while I was riding a bike. And I've always Where been, are you riding this bike? <laughs> just in the city. Just, like in you know. the middle of traffic. <laughs> <laughs> and also when I was younger, like my mom was like, yeah, back out our four-wheel drive down a massive <laughs> steep hill of a driveway. And I was like, no, that's not happening. And like yeah. forced me to do it. And I was like, uh, yeah, cool. Not driving ever. Not yeah. My thing. I also wonder if it's got an element of it is like, well, especially in Australia, like yeah. we get our driver's license the day that we turn 18, mm-hmm. which is the same day that we're allowed to buy booze and stuff and yeah. usually the year that you finish high school mm-hmm. so for a lot of gays we move out of home unless you live in a city a lot yeah, of gays yeah. in suburban and rural areas move out of home mm. as soon as they're 18 so you've got no one to drive I mean at least mm. for me that was why I stopped learning to drive was because I moved yeah. well, out yeah. of home straight away and then had no one to teach me I had no daddy yeah. to teach me that's yeah. true hey <laughs> I, I started living thing. out of home when I was 18 yeah. I guess and I had no one a lot to of teach gay me people. but I remember it never really being any kind of priority because in high school yeah everyone yeah. was like as soon as you turn 18 like that's what you yeah, do yeah and I was like too. yeah but then I had all but my girlfriends who would drive suburbs. me everywhere yeah, that's well, yeah. True. I never had yeah. the need I always had yeah. someone and now I have Duncan the old stereotype of the poor fag hag waiting in the barina look I'm fancy I get driven places outside the peel to take you through the Macca's drive through uh, on the way uh, home. Oh, Jesus. So yeah. it's true. I mean, yeah. I, I moved to London as soon as I, t- as I was 18. So, you know, well, you no one in, in London city, drives. Like... And then I've always lived in the city since mm. then. And especially Melbourne has the tram network. Yeah. It just always yeah, trams are good. way too heteronormative uh, yeah. for me. And it's, it's just like, like, oh, straight people I feel like drive. I've left it too late in life now. Like, yeah. I don't want to be... I, whenever someone brings up, because my dad, I love my dad dearly, but whenever I go home, he's like, so you've been doing any driving lessons? Like, and I'm like, dad, there's going to be flying automated cars within four years. They're going to, we're going to be picked up by drones and dropped off with the click of an Uber button why would I fill my brain with the ability to drive when it's going to be outdated by the time I'm (laughs) ready to go 22 (laughs) I've got a client at work who like he's a really really lovely guy he's like a solid like dad figure he's great but every time he comes in for a haircut he's just like have you gone for driving (laughs) yeah no he's like come on you need to do it yeah both my parents are from big Catholic families and whenever we go to like extended family functions and I've got like 30 uncles oh, there. Yeah. They're not mean people that just don't really know how to connect yeah. with me. So the questions I get are still working at the same place? Yeah. Yep. Oh, been there for 10 years. Yeah. How's the comedy going? Pretty good, thanks. <laughs> got a driver's license yet? No, no, not yet. Cool. Well, Merry Christmas. We'll yeah. see you at Easter. That's ex- okay. Literally, the big country Christmas I went to, Duncan's yeah. family. Yeah. yeah. Ty and I both don't drive. Yeah. And then it was just kind of like someone asking across the table, was like one of Duncan's aunts or someone. And they were like, So, Kyle, you don't drive out here. And it was this big thing. And it's like, I guess like in the country, everyone drives. Yeah, like you can't same as not suburbs, drive, otherwise you can't get yeah, out. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah, it was just people couldn't really seem to it grasp blows their the mind. concept. Yeah. It blows their mind. I was mind. like, no. And then I lie to people. I'm like, I'm just doing my part for like Mother Earth. Like, I don't want to leave a country. Oh, you're so full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no one believed it. But it does make you feel better when you're yeah, like, I know. using I'm like, a, re- I'm, a non-reasonable really cup. You're good, like, well, I don't yeah. drive. I have at least Timor driver's license. What? Really? Yeah. Why? I just do. Unfortunately, I don't look like a white woman. Oh, it's not yours. It doesn't He's actually showing us this face. You've mugged somebody. No, you find that? it's just for emergencies. In case I need to drive and oh, I get pulled just over. Just put on your blonde wig and you go. Right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this meme. Oh, yeah, the meme. Oh, Sorry. Yeah, right. so totally got off topic. So I thought people- the whole topic was about gays that right. don't drive. I mean, it might as well be. A lot of... <laughs> A lot of people have been rehashing this like meme, but like putting in their own yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. lists, and like a lot of them are like playing into like internal stereotypes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of complicated yeah. like family relations. Like, but you know what? We call it say it stereotypes. But yeah, find me a gay listener that can find one of these tweets yeah, yeah. and can yeah. say, okay, yeah, I well, saw, I do have. All five. I saw one, yeah. and it was like, no gay has all five. And it's like a good relationship with their father, a good relationship with their father, a good relationship <laughs> yeah. with their father, clear skin, a good relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, there's a common theme there. And one of the joke ones I read yeah. was, so... They're all jokes, no, Kyle. Th- no, but this, this one, this one specifically, no gay has all five. 125,600 oh, yeah. minutes. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I don't know if I've ever talked to you guys about my favorite documentary. No. 2009 documentary with Justin Timberlake, Friends with Benefits. Oh, yeah. Oh, that oh, documentary. <laughs> with Mila Kunis. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Mila it was a really thought-provoking documentary and oh, insight. Yes. <laughs> the complicated modern relationships that we all yeah. have. But something that I think is potentially more prevalent in the LGBT community compared to some of our unfortunate heterosexual brethren, which is having sex with our friends or blurring those lines between friendship and sex and and our relationships. There's so many different experiences and and different variations on it. Your partners Mm -hmm. become your friends and you keep having sex anyway, or Mm -hmm. your friends, Mm -hmm. you start having sex. But, you know, I've I've had a lot of experiences where that line's got really blurred. I was actually just listing off a checklist of my experiences <laughs> yeah. there of like people that you start off as friends and, and maybe you're out mm-hmm. and end up hooking up with. Yeah, it could be years later it turns into a relationship. Yeah. People, or never. Or yeah. never. Yeah. And that's yeah. fine. Or people that you used to date years and years yeah. ago and you just stay as friends and then suddenly mm-hmm. there's an element of sex involved in it. Interesting. It is interesting interesting because I'm just running through it in my head now and I have had sex with most of my gay male friends Mm -hmm. outside of the workplace. I have had sex with the majority of them. Mm. I would probably have tried to have sex with you guys if two of you weren't in relationship and the other one wasn't Luke. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, It's like a friendship handshake. And and sometimes that is (laughs) that you've met off like Grindr or whatever, Mm. had sex and then gotten along but not wanted to be in a relationship so you just become friends. Sometimes it's that you've been friends for years and you sort of have like a night on the couch that bizarrely just end up fucking once off or (laughs) several times. I think it's a super common thing for gay guys to like someone enough to fuck him but not yeah, enough not to enough. date him yeah. <laughs> like, and I do uh, think yeah and everyone's been on both ends of that I feel some people sort of think of it a bit taboo but I didn't think yeah. there's anything particularly unhealthy about I it either. I mean if as you're getting friendships from it right yeah as, as yeah. long as you're sort of open and honest about what you're thinking like yeah. you know you don't want to lead someone yeah. on but yeah yeah sometimes I think for me the definition is a bit loose because Grinder and Scruff mm-hmm. and a lot of these apps you can actually use it just to make friends to make friends yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. and so I have met a lot of my friends through the apps mm-hmm. because I want wasn't looking for sex at that time and was yeah. just like talking to people yeah. Yeah. but because we met through an app which is predominantly Call sex that. based it was always kind of like a possibility a possibility yeah. there oh. like and I, do you think that's what like draws you like just having that in the back of your mind that possibility to friendship yeah i'm not interested <laughs> <laughs> you went the other way <laughs> but yeah like i had a, a friend who i met on grinder it was really stupid. We were both visiting Adelaide, I think. Mm-hmm. So neither of us were living there at the time. And we were only there for yeah. like two days. And he flew back to Sydney. I flew back to Melbourne. But we continued chatting through Grinder mm-hmm. and through other apps like Messenger and stuff. And just became really good yeah. friends. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until maybe a year later, it turned out we were going to both be in Melbourne at the same time. And suddenly we had to reevaluate our friendship because the distance barrier was no longer there. An issue, yeah. But it had been so long and you like knew each other better. Yeah, but it was also like, but we met initially, started talking to each other because we were interested in hooking up. Yeah. Once that element was removed, we were just friends. Yeah. And now we're both in Melbourne. Are we back in that? Yeah. 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 Are we playing that game? Yeah. And we played that game a couple times. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely have friends that I've like met chatting on tinder for a really long time before actually Mm. meeting them and then like way down the track like seeing them out or like in an event and then becoming good friends with them and like we never hooked up or anything right there is also the added element of in the especially gay male community but the community in general Mm. of sex on site premises is not necessarily things like wet on wellington where you it's just sex but things like trough and that sort of stuff where there is a a very social element to it as well so trough Mm -hmm. x has like Mm -hmm. a club part of it but they also do it at venues that have spaces for people to have sex so you can go with a group of friends yeah 
but people are then sort of pairing off or grouping off or whatever yeah. and going mm-hmm. into rooms and, and having So are the friends sex. having sex with each other or are they... Well, not necessarily, yeah. but, you know, heterosexual people would probably very rarely find themselves in a situation sure, yeah, it's where very it's like, specific. hang on a second, I'm just going to go fuck this yeah. guy and come back. So you're not necessarily <laughs> having sex with your friends that you're there with, yeah. but you're there at a venue that... For the same reason. With, yeah. with <laughs> there is, you know, intention of having sex, you mm-hmm. know. Have you all ever been in that situation where, remember in primary school... Whoa. You were, yeah, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's the next one. Yeah, like, don't worry. I'm done about when you're in primary school and yeah. and you make like the friendship bracelets because you really want to show the other kids like this is my yeah, best yeah, friend. This is my friend. This is yeah. how close we are. I made you a friendship bracelet. I've been in like gay cliques where <laughs> having a previous sexual experience was almost like the gay equivalent of that friendship bracelet. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. really? You know, it's like we're so good, we're fucked. Yeah, yeah. and like we're in such school. good friends. <laughs> oh yeah, no. we've shared boyfriends. And oh. Yeah. I can't relate to that. I was a late bloomer. I only had my first kiss with a girl when I was like 17, the end of oh, year 12. Yeah. Like, <laughs> for me personally, like I have had sex with a few of my friends, but then like the friendships have ended. Oh, okay. <laughs> and <Sorry>. which <laughs> hasn't been wow, great. Wow. Like I really enjoyed that person as a friend, but I wasn't into it, into like a relationship sort of situation. And then that other person was just like, oh, hey, how's it going? And I was just like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. Like, this is not what this is. Like, there was Mm. one specific person that I will not mention their name because (laughs) I'm still kind of friends with them. (laughs) Like, I see them from time to time. They had a boyfriend at the time and we had met on Grindr. We were just like chatting and stuff and they were in an open relationship and then we started sleeping with each other. And it was nice because it was just like, well, you have a boyfriend. Nothing's ever going to come of this and that's not what I want right now mm. and then a year down the track him and his boyfriend break up yeah. but then this person was more than keen to, to get with me get right, and yeah. had explicitly said to me like I got feelings for you and that was one of the reasons why I broke up with my boyfriend right. and I was just like Ooh. Oh, <laughs> wow. Danger. I Danger. really enjoy having sex with you, but this is not what I yeah. want. And I'm really yeah. sorry. And then, yeah, we didn't talk for a very, very long time. Ooh. And then two other times, like, I had sex with like, a few of my skater friends. And it was just like, yeah, that didn't yeah. go down very well. So I decided not to have sex with <laughs> friends anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you not only that, learn. I have a boyfriend as well. So. <laughs> it can add an element of yeah. awkwardness yeah. in the friendship circle. I mean, look, I don't think you should let that stop you from exploring yeah. the possibility. Like, Time heals all things. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think it's like, it's fine after a while. A yeah. very good friend of mine who I spent a lot of time with, I had a thing with his housemate for a while and they they've lived together for years and they still okay. live together. Mm-hmm. And then we sort of stopped because he started seeing someone and it was just sex. Yeah. It was sort of very awkward whenever I would go around there and mm. <laughs> or we'd see each other out. But, you know, it, it wears yeah. off after a while. Yeah. We're adults, you know. Yeah. Mm. Just I, fuck. I remember fuck when I- Fuck you want. <laughs> when I live- Fuck your friends. <laughs> when I lived back in Brisbane, I'd just broken up with my ex and I'd become friends with- my friend but um yeah we became really close and we would go out drinking stuff all the time together and i remember once i woke up really hungover at his house and he just like called over from like the next room he's like hey kyle he's like want to make out like no strings i was like yeah right <laughs> like, and then yeah oh, so, sex life is so ooh. adventurous yeah no and then we did it was like so so we we did the sex and yeah. then but like it was it was weird because I was like such good friends with him. Yeah. I was just like in it at the moment. I was like, yeah, okay, let's do this. And then we're kind of like laughing throughout the whole experience. And yeah. then afterwards, looking back, I feel like we both kind of just never spoke about it again. We kind of like, yeah, look, we tried it. It yeah. wasn't a thing, but... As it's, gay guys, it's like, it's a it's a thing. I mean, yeah. I look, like, I'm 32. I've been sexually active for well, however many years, 15 years yeah. or something. I mean, there are people that I'm friends with that I've forgotten that I've had sex with. And sometimes <laughs> oh I'm my like, God. oh, yeah, that's right. We fucked. Like, that was so long ago. <laughs> I've been inside you. <laughs> yeah, I've only really had one sort of situation where it's ended pretty badly. And it was a yeah. while ago. And it was a very close friend of mine. And we had sex a few times. Mm. Uh, well, it started with yeah. a drunken threesome with another guy that we both had a crush on. We were like, well, we're not a crush. Sharing is caring. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then we sort of had a few different sexual experiences. And then I sort of realized that I had feelings for him, but oh. I didn't want to do anything about it. And so I yeah. sort of went on dating other guys yeah. and ignoring it, not saying it, but we were like best friends at the time and like spent all our time together. And then after a while, I sort of realized that I was in love with him and also that I was treating our friendship like it was a relationship Mm -hmm. and I was stopping myself from being open to 
dating other people seriously. Yeah, like I wasn't yeah. taking any other people seriously as a yeah. romantic interest because in my mind, you were committed. that was my... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it sounds crazy. Like, okay, I, I'm realising maybe I'm a crazy there. person. It's all right. Like, but in my mind, normal. I was like, well, here's a best friend yeah. that I spend all my time with. Yeah. Sure, we don't say I love you and we don't mm. spend the night together, but we've had sexual experiences. And yeah. so essentially this person is taking the place of a boyfriend in my mind, yeah. the emotional... Yeah, yeah. Whereas for them, I'm just their best friend that yeah, they had yeah. sex with a few times. And wow. so I realised I had to sort of cut that off, mm-hmm. sadly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but aside no. from that, every experience has been really good. Yay. <laughs> it was like your JB. Yes. Like, just with sex. Yeah. 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 Involved. Yeah. Do you guys feel there's some element of like social engineering with mm-hmm. the people that we have sex with in terms of, you know, we live in a hedonistic mm-hmm. lifestyle sometimes. Things like sleeping with particular people because you know they're a part of a friendship group. Oh, like climbing a social else. ladder or something. Yeah, oh. like cl- social oh, climbing via sex. I just think it's hard to, if you're going to restrict making friends with people you haven't slept with in the gay community, that's going to be gonna a be fucking hard, hell of a yeah. lot yeah. more yeah. difficult. Especially when you've yeah. been around as long as Luke and I have. <laughs> yeah. So like that doesn't work for yeah, me anymore because yeah, I've no. been around too long yeah. that has no impact. So you're saying, do we have sex with people to strengthen the friendship and then climb? Like the Greeks. <laughs> well, I think that gay men can be very social creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also very status-driven okay. members of the community. I do know there are people that have slept with other like people. Like business, like sleeping yeah, away well, from the top. Well, as a way to get connections yeah. or to get into uh, a certain oh, You're crowd. posing a really interestingly Interesting. worded question because you're not saying, have you fucked someone because they were famous or because they were yeah. rich or something yeah. like that, which I haven't done. You're more posing the question, have I fucked someone that I perhaps was related to because of their position of... Well, related attracted- to. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Back up. That I was perhaps attracted to because of their position like or status, yeah. status. Yeah. and that yeah. I can't honestly say I can't say no no I probably yeah, have yeah. done that yeah interesting mm. ah, you know I think yeah. ultimately the bigger thing that's behind this conversation is mm. do potentially gay men have mm. less of an attachment yeah to the societal like connections of mm. sex and and the traditional more yeah. Yeah. yeah I see what you're saying Kyle Manal who I do the grannies with we mm. had an interesting discussion about this once because he has a much more I would say heteronormative view of sex and doesn't have as much random so. sex <laughs> by choice mm. <laughs> I'm not having a go as I normally would he's more about like relationship committed relationships is when you have sex and he mm. doesn't really he chooses not to have that much sex outside of that and we had a discussion about it once and he goes you place too much importance on sex and I said no you place too too much yeah, importance yeah. on so like yeah. he, his opinion is that uh, because I have Other sex all the time the that that means that I'm obsessed with sex and I was like mm, no I think the importance that you put on sex and that it's only allowed to be with certain people means that you put too much importance on sex yeah. I don't know what the correct yeah. answer to that yeah. is I don't think there is one yeah. different kinds of importance Yeah, mm. there's different values placed behind why you are having sex with a certain person yeah. and mm. I think that's why Friends with Benefits is such mm. an interesting film <laughs> yeah like on, on all the dating apps everyone's always looking for friends and like yeah. it's not FWB yeah. oh that's a yeah. great I love oh, that God. little bio line when it's like looking for friends yeah. but maybe more and then underneath it it's got yeah. and then it's got like um, bottom uh, oh, looking for right now and all that sort of yeah. stuff yeah. I remember my ex while I was dating him had Grindr and was always like chatting to friends on Grindr oh classic yeah. Yeah. classic yeah, classic <laughs> So it's been a pretty light-hearted episode so far. Just bring it down. I do hate to bring the uh, <laughs> bring the mood down a little bit, and and this is just a little trigger warning. We will mm. be talking about Michael Jackson. Have you all seen it? Yeah, no. I, I finished watching You've it today. It, yeah. No, I've read too many content warnings. <laughs> right, fair enough. Look, it's yeah, a very hard watch. I had to have little breaks watching it because oh, it's that just bad. it's so intense yeah. um, watching it I have been shocked since watching it mm-hmm. how many people in my, on my social media and people that I respect and friends still defending him after, yeah my social media I can say has yeah. definitely been very divided yeah. I've been reading a lot of like people have been posting articles and things about yeah. it the comment sections will just blow up it'll yeah. be like 50 comments and people will go I mean go yeah per- so personally like I've very invested I have felt since I was old enough to have an opinion on the topic mm, yeah. that he has been guilty too many people have come forward 
good. The yeah. situations surrounding it are all too similar. There was jokes and memes going around about it, but he was hanging out with a very specific kind of, you know, people yeah. are saying, oh, he didn't have a childhood, so he liked hanging out with kids, and yeah. that's why he built Neverland, because he needs it. It's like, no, he was no. hanging out with a very specific kind of yeah. child. There was no little he, girls there, no, you know, all that sort of stuff. He was handpicking specific, mm. specific boys that all yeah. fitted a certain profile. And, and like, it. it was weird, because like, he would get over them when they kind of got older, yeah. and then kind of yeah. upgrade the model, and be yeah, like, okay, absolutely. bye, Every I'm on to the next one. Kid that he was hanging yeah. out with. Yeah. And I was, I'm so I'm just shocked to see people still defending, defending him and him. attacking these victims that have come so forward and said blowing. stuff yeah. and using really outdated phrases like, mm-hmm. which I thought we'd as a society realize that these are not valid arguments anymore, but things like, well, why didn't they come out sooner? Or they're just yeah. doing it for money. Yeah. Or of course yeah. it's easier to do it now he's dead. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. Pedophiles and sex predators yeah. are incredibly manipulative people and they do things to their victims to make them scared shitless. Mm. We're talking about the, probably mm-hmm. the most famous pop star that yeah. has ever existed and probably ever will. That's it. Like, there's not a single person alive today that had that level of star. No. And, and there won't be now that we have all these different avenues yeah. of... Like, at yeah. the time, you had to buy a CD and to get famous, it would be played on commercial radio. Yeah. So there was only a, a, a much smaller amount of pop stars yeah. and so That's they were it. much more famous. And there were people were physically buying CDs so they yes. had a lot more money. Now, with the pressure of him and his lawyers and the money mm, he had, yeah. of course they were scared shitless Absolutely. to come out and probably were after he died and that's probably why only a couple of them have had the guts to come out and probably why a lot of them are still in the closet. And not only that, in the documentary, the two guys that do come forward and tell their story, they said that they fell in love with him. Like, they were so... And they still, as heterosexual adults, still... Still still have that kind of fondness. You can see the guilt in in the... Because they felt like they were complicit in their abuse. Yeah. He made them believe that they were consenting to what they were doing. It's just master manipulation. It is. And it's manipulation. It's manipulating the entire family. Absolutely. And he had an unlimited budget yeah. in which to do so. Because then the, he, he got in good with their family. That, he did. The and the mums in this doc, yeah, fuck, yeah. I was, Oh my goodness. It was heart-wrenching. I mean, I'm sitting there the whole time thinking, Just like, what were you thinking? Yeah. You're in the same hotel yeah, and yeah. He, you're letting him Just sleep letting in the same bed. Yeah. But the, the but guilt in them... he was so seductive. Exactly, yeah. That's mm. what it and was. And to the whole family. To everyone yeah. in yeah. the family. So they all trusted him and felt like he was yeah. a part of the family. Yeah. And that's why there was no issue. They were just like, oh, well, it's just Michael. Like, it's fine. No, it's not fine. And one of them was a family from a little town in... Uh, Queensland, Brisbane, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, I was like, that's crazy. I didn't um, realize it was. And so he also had another like because there's yeah. there's another kid that's not in the documentary that was also Australian. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was like trying to find like a small town kind yeah. of family, or, but the other guy in the documentary was also from a small yes. town. Kind of, so he kind of came in and wowed them that's with his, it. and he would just at first hang out at the mm-hmm. family's house, and it yeah. was incredibly manipulative. That's it. Well, I think the real the real difficulty of the Michael Jackson case and situation is that for a lot of people, it's hard to deny the impact and the cultural resonance that his art has had on the world and the personal impact that it's had on a lot of people. I think the Me Too movement is making it very difficult for people to draw a line between separating a individual from their art or what is the line there we've all been guilty of playing michael jackson at parties i genuinely have not yeah okay but you know what i mean like you hear it at a bar you don't you can't escape the radio stations now that aren't playing they've started banning it the simpsons episode has been banned yeah i read the simpsons they banned the episode with michael jackson and they're going to stop it from airing on tv and it's not going to be on any box set now in the future so i think that's the area that people were finding difficulty to navigate. Yeah. How do I have this personal, really strong bond? You don't want the guilt with to come with listening to art, music. Mm. But I don't want to support potentially. Yeah. Like, the thing is, like, which the last sort of situation like this that we talked about was Cardinal George Powell. Yeah. If people can separate their religion from the person yeah. Yeah. And, and say, well, no, that person is bad, then, yeah, you should be able to look past the fact that he wrote your favourite song and still go, mm. yeah, he's a bad person. Yeah. yeah. And look, even if, and I think it did happen, but even if the sexual element of yeah. the stuff didn't happen, sleeping in a bed with a kid that That's, age is still enough no, to yeah. fuck with somebody's... Mind, that's still not an acceptable thing for a 33-year-old man to be inviting these kids into their bed to sleep. That's not not normal. He was a deeply problemed individual. Yeah, but I I don't like that being an excuse. Like Uh, like I'm not giving him an excuse. I'm I'm saying there was a lot of problematic Mm. things Mm. with Michael and his behaviour and the state that he was allowed to get to yeah. mentally. Mm-hmm. There was no restrictions on no, him and no duty yeah. of care placed on him. Mm. Th- this man had his own children. And that's just unacceptable mm. for someone yeah. that 
is as troubled as he is and and the repercussions of that physical abuse or emotional mm. abuse you know we're seeing the repercussions mm. of letting someone like I don't want to speak on behalf of Michael Jackson or yeah. like speak yeah. definitively yeah. about Michael Jackson, but I think you see this is the repercussions of someone who is not mentally fully abled yeah. being given free reign. Mm. That is a, yeah. That's, that's is, an excuse that I hear a lot. Like well, people say that he's really childlike minded and he's just a child yeah. himself. And even since, but, and I know you're not seeing it as an excuse for him, but because this is, you know, so many people have been talking about it the last week and a half. I have been in conversations with people being like, yeah, I know it's just really hard because often when people that are abused or have, you know, mm. fucked up childhoods, it become abusers. And I just can't accept that as a excuse no. for it. He definitely had a fucked up childhood. Absolutely. We all know that. And yeah. it is theorized that perhaps he was abused as well. We don't know mm. whether that happened or not, but possibly it did happen. Yeah. But I think once you take that step of them perpetuating this cycle of abuse, that's not a defense. That's no. not mm. acceptable. No. Yeah. I'd, I'd, and I'm shocked to hear people yeah. using that. Yeah. As a... I think there are other people responsible as well mm. in the sort of collateral oh, damage. Oh, I think his, his teen knew of, what was going on. The, yeah. Oh, for sure. The they would have had to. Really. They would have to be like um, covering everything up. Like, yeah. Behind it. They all would have been paid off. Like, you can't downplay the impact his music had on people of colour. He was probably the most influential person of Mm. colour of that time. One of the most influential people of colour in the pop world ever. Ever. And the impact that has on people's lives Mm. is so huge that it's really troubling. And I think that's why people struggle Struggle with with this so much. It's like so torn. But then to be going out and actively writing stuff about these victims that have come forward. Mm. Like, there's one thing to, to struggle to acknowledge that your favourite singer did something bad, but then to actively attack. Because I've, I've read that the guys that he abused are super convincing. They don't seem at all like any actors. Like if they're acting, that's like an Oscar-worthy fucking yeah, performance. Like, You're talking about now? The, yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's very like true. Why but it's also no really reason. interesting they talk about how the whole time that they were hanging mm. out with Michael, that yeah. he would train them he on was what grooming to say. Them. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Grooming. about if someone asks, this is what you say. Yeah. And if so, Because if anything happens, we won't be able, able to hang out and yeah, your parents will get in trouble. You'll never be able to see me again. Yeah. And so he was... And even turning them against their parents and saying, yeah, your parents, they're okay, but you can't... Yeah. really trust them but I mean surely like I still think the parents are like fucked up to be <sighs> idiot like I don't like I just... surely like not making any excuses whatsoever but I've never ever been in the presence of someone like that in my life but I could mm. just imagine being someone from a small small town and having such a huge star come to your house yeah. it would be so intoxicating and then he would spend months hanging out with yeah that's it like constant yeah, time really apart from yeah. yeah like he would involve everybody mm. in it and then like slowly but surely and maybe that first away. element of it was genuine like maybe yeah. it was like he didn't have a childhood and he wanted to hang out mm. with the family and that's what but at first family, like, yeah. I just don't see what these people could see that he had in common with tiny kids and like he'd speak on the it's, phone it's yeah he'd hard. speak yeah. on the phone with them for hours I'm like what are you even speaking about yeah. like yeah. I see you at school yeah, every yeah. teacher yeah, like yeah. what are you like it's it's hard to explain but I still felt sorry for those parents yeah after yeah. watching that documentary but I don't think any of them genuinely thought at the time this is worth my kid being mm-hmm. molested for like I don't yeah. think any of them thought that, that they were making a trade no, at yeah. the time he also contributed two songs to the Sonic the Hedgehog 3 soundtrack what really yeah <laughs> didn't know that interesting so I think yeah. they actually removed his name from the credits of that mm, video game. Really? Yeah. really? Like since this doco has come out or when? No, the, historically, when the, okay. Nancy Drews oh. found out by slowing down the music in Sonic 3 and realizing oh. the chord structure was actually reused by Michael Jackson years oh, later. Right. And <laughs> it was done in a deal because he got his own yeah. video game probably to appeal Jeez. to children. Mm-hmm. One of the benefits mm. of this modern age is being able to access as much information as you yeah. can, yeah. especially in regards to things that you may not be aware mm-hmm. of. So even with this documentary, there's an article you can read by a journalist who's been covering Michael Jackson for yeah. years mm-hmm. and years and years. And she tweeted and kind of said, I did this article 10 mm-hmm. years ago. Here's a list of facts that I've been trying to release yeah. that yeah. isn't even included in the documentary mm. that are quite incriminating, in, yeah. including like testimonials specifically about Michael Jackson's penis, for example. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I think it's actually one of the people from the documentary who was testified and asked to illustrate Michael Jackson's penis. Jesus. The drawing from this child matched, yeah. which I don't think was included in the documentary. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. A lot yeah. of people don't know about that. Mm-hmm. But I think the positive is you can do this research and it's awful that people were sending off. It's awful that people yeah. were yeah. paying for a bus 
to yeah. defend Michael Jackson and slander yeah. Yeah, victims of mm, abuse. Yeah. But as individuals, we have the opportunity to learn as much as we can mm-hmm. yeah. from both sides and do our research and make informed yeah. decisions before we speak and before we type and before yeah. we post. Do you think you personally can separate the artist from the music? I struggle with it. Like yeah. Michael Jackson meant the yeah. world to me as a kid. Mm. I used to watch the Michael Jackson TV documentary yeah. where he had the little mouse yeah. that he would feed yeah. and mm. his dad killed it. And I related to it so much. This was a weirdo who yeah. his family didn't understand and the world just excluded mm-hmm. yeah. him. But he could make art. Yeah. He could make things. It's kind of like and- the Azealia Banks thing. Like, I think she's a fucking rotten person, but I'm really into her songs. And it's really... There's a different element. There's a whole different element to it as well. I mean, look, if I was at a club and, and Michael Jackson came out, I'm probably not going to like storm the booth and try and yeah, pull the plugs yeah, out or whatever. But if I'm having a party at home, he's not going to be in a, a, a playlist, playlist or yeah. anything like that, you know. And just what you were saying before, Luke, mm. for as many vocal yeah. people that there are that are posting and defending him, I think there's a lot more people quietly withdrawing and, and realizing. And then someone on my Facebook pointed out today, go to Facebook market you know yeah, you yeah, yeah. stuff or go to ebay and the amount of stuff that's listed on if you tell oh, michael jackson really? and there's yeah, just yeah. entire collections of stuff and it's free pick up yeah, yeah, free yeah. they don't want even... it out of the house wow that's just come and get impact. it and take it yeah. free it's the amount oh of michael jackson memorabilia being sold at the moment is crazy that's crazy yeah. i didn't think about that and oprah's done an interview <gasps> with the two guys that oh. were on the documentary and the man who made the documentary I only watched the first 10 minutes of it, but she had said to to the director, like, in my time that I did my show, I did 217 hours of talking about sexual abuse, and you portrayed exactly what I was trying to get across in four hours that I could never do, Mm. and I thank you so much for that, because sexual abuse isn't just about Mm. the sexual stuff. Mm. It is about the seduction, it's about the manipulation, it's about the mental stuff. It's not just a sexual thing, Mm. and, like, that's what a lot of people don't understand about abuse. And she was saying, like, abuse just isn't enough of an impactful word and we need another word for mm. what yeah. all of this is. So much and more. For anyone yeah. listening that is thinking about watching it, I do recommend watching it, but mm-hmm. make sure you're in the right headspace, headspace yeah. and you don't have to do anything. Like, I, I had to have several breaks throughout it. Like, I think, wow. make sure you don't have to okay. be doing anything yeah. afterwards or anything no like that. It's, it's very pretty emotional. intense. Yeah. People yeah. walked out of screenings. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, wow. It's really full on. But it's important that people are talking about it, I think. I think that's all four topics covered for us this we week. We are done. We went up, we went down, we went up, we went down. Nice <laughs> to have all four of us back in yeah. the studio this week. And then we lose someone next week. <laughs> next week. <laughs> Bye, Luke. <laughs> are you not in next week, Luke? Are we, no, it's well, the doctor next, episode next week, right? Next week we'll be joined by Dr. George. Yes. So yes. get those questions in. Send through any questions you have. It means yeah. you get a break from me next yeah. week. Oh. I didn't mean it. I was gone last, last time he was time. here. So yeah. Oh, you haven't met him? Yeah, oh, he's wonderful. Yeah, any health questions that you might have here? too afraid to ask you can send in anonymously if you like uh, on our social medias at Gays Revolting on Instagram or the Gays Revolting uh, we've both got a Facebook page and a group or you can email us at gaysrevolting at lipmedia.com Try to stump us. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll be listening from Some home, juicy so questions. Yeah. Juicy. Yeah. It's so nice to have us all together again, yeah. boys. For one yeah, week. It's nice. Yeah. I miss you guys. That was like one week. I was like, oh. I was listening to last week's episode this morning. I was like, yeah. oh, so left out. Oh. <laughs> we had so much fun. Listening, I was like, I was kind of brilliant. Tonight has been amazing, but I would just like to say that tomorrow night I'm going to go see Kylie Minogue live. So fuck you all. It's oh, going to be amazing. And I can't wait to tell you about it next week. Yay. Yes. Well, we'll see y'all then. See Bye. y'all. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.